I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio on Election Eve. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. It is great to be with you today. And uh, if you've missed uh, much of the program today, you should go back and uh, take a listen. We'll have the podcast up here shortly. And, uh, of course, you can always do that on the KSL News Radio app uh, by our friends at Any Hour Services. Uh, because there's so many uh, important messages, and uh, if you if you want a a real boost, uh, I was up yesterday in North Ogden, uh, an amazing city, an amazing place. Uh, we had an, just an extraordinary event to honor our veterans. Uh, they call it Veterans Week, and it's actually 11 days. So uh, North Ogden just always jams more in than you expect. And but it was just so great to be there. High school choir. Uh, just uh, extraordinary people uh, that came out. And the the focus was really, you know, how do we best honor our veterans, those who have fought for our freedoms, those uh, who sacrificed so much so that we can vote, so that we can participate in the political process. And I think one of the best ways that we honor our valiant veterans, the way we uh, really can honor best those who have served our country, is to stand as one. That's been the uh, the theme up there in North Ogden, and standing as <clears throat> as one, uh, I think, is an, an important reminder for all of us as we go into these final hours of election 2020. And there is just so much to to learn, and so much that we need to hope for and look forward to. Remember, tomorrow is not the end. Uh, tomorrow is just the beginning, and then we need to march forward as a nation. And remember where our strength come from, comes from, reminding uh, us all what unites us. Uh, so over the weekend, I uh, I saw a, a post from my niece, Candace, and it was this uh, great letter to the editor uh, from back in 2017, the Quad City Times of Davenport, Iowa. Now, I don't know if you're a big regular reader or subscriber to the Quad City Times of Davenport, Iowa. Uh, but uh, a man by the name of Steve Garrington wrote a letter to the editor uh, that I think may be more applicable today than perhaps when he wrote it back in 2017. Uh, he made a very poignant points around uh, supporting. If you're if you're on an airplane, you should support the pilot. <laughs> uh, or in our country's case, we should support whoever is the president, uh, regardless of whether we voted for that person or not. And praying for the president, for the leaders uh, up and down the ballot, uh, whoever they may be, is is really what matters most. So I want to I want to read this. I think this was brilliant writing. Again, this is Steve Garrington from Davenport, Iowa, in the Quad City Times. This is what he said. He wrote, "I got on an airplane last year with other passengers. As I watched the pilot go into the cockpit and lock the door, I realized I didn't know anything about him." Was he the best pilot the airline had, or was he the worst pilot in the nation? This began to concern me, Mr. Garrington wrote. If I'd met the pilot, I might not have been happy with him. 
may not wanted him to be in charge of this plane? What if I really, really didn't like this pilot? What if he had character flaws? What if, what if he almost got kicked off the pilot's training? I did not choose him. He wasn't my choice. Somebody else chose him for this flight, not me. But he was the pilot of the plane. He continued, still, we're going to fly together. So one thing was certain. I did not want him to fail. If he failed, I thought we all fail. Mr. Garrington went on and said, I read the emergency card. <laughs> I was alert for any trouble, but I hoped for the best. Maybe he wasn't the worst pilot, or maybe he was, but that didn't matter. I wanted him to succeed. I didn't want him to fail. Think about that. Uh, Mr. Garrington finished up writing, I think a lot of us need to remember that about our presidents. And again, this is back in 2017. He said, it is sad that some people want a president to fail. He said, although I didn't want Barack Obama or Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump to be president, I definitely did not want them to fail. Whoever is president, we should hope for the best. And then Mr. Garrington finished his letter to the editor in the Quad City Times of Davenport, Iowa, by saying, there are no winners in a plane crash and no winners in a divided nation. And so regardless of who wins the presidential election, regardless who wins governor's races or congressional races, senatorial races, mayor's races, council races, whoever the pilot ends up being, for whatever period of time, we should pray for the pilot. And we should hope for the best for those who are in charge. Even if they were not the person we had hoped, even if they were not the person we we picked or we voted for, we should hope for their success. Because as Mr. Garrington said, there are no winners. There are no winners in a plane crash. And there are no winners in a divided nation. And I think that's a, a sober and uh, a little bit stirring reminder of what we ought to be doing uh, as we get ready to change power, maintain power. Uh, there's a lot of things that are going to happen over the next few days. And what we do next is what really matters. Some of you have heard me before share uh, an experience from 2016. Uh, we have this awesome 1K donut run uh, in our neighborhood for charity. And I remember in 2016, a lot of hand-wringing about the results from the election, a lot of people not happy, uh, some people just worried. And I remember my good friend Denise uh, sharing that she wasn't worried. And when she was asked, well, what are you going to do? And she said, we're going to do exactly what we've done for the last eight years. She said, for the last eight years, every morning, my family prayed for the president of the United States, who at the time was President Barack Obama. And she said, and beginning this morning, we are praying for the president-elect, Donald J. Trump. And that's what we will do. And it's a good reminder to all of us that that's what we should all do. Uh, because whoever is at the controls, whoever the pilot is, 
in whatever position, again, whether that's in a mayor's office, whether that's in a governor's office, or whether that's in the White House or in a congressional office, whoever ends up being the pilot of whatever aspect of government, we should hope for their success. Because as a country, there are no winners in a divided nation. There are no winners in a plane crash. And so I would suggest as we round out election 2020, that whoever becomes the pilot at whatever level of government over the next 48 hours, let's pray for the pilot and let's pray for the country and let's come together to do the things that we know we need to do as a nation. Final thought for the day is uh, one that was just so abundantly clear to me yesterday up in North Ogden. And it was one of those stirring reminders that what leads us is more important than who leads us. What character, what principles, what faith. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us today on KSL's Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that makes a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.